Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. It is the Steve Jones Show for a Monday afternoon. Good afternoon. Happy holidays. We are approaching Christmas later this week. Chad Hirschberger here with you today, filling in for Matt Catrillo in the producer's chair. Steve Jones will be with us shortly from the Sunbury Motors studio, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And uh, as you just heard on Inside Penn State Athletics, Penn State getting ready for that bowl game. And we will get uh, all the latest on that from Steve, all of the sports news. We'll have our play-by-play call of the day coming up here in uh, just about an hour, a little less than an hour after the 4 o'clock news from CBS. So stay tuned for that as well. And, of course, tonight, the Central Pennsylvania con- uh, tradition continues. It is Talk to Santa right here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. We've got uh, four or five children in the studio with Miss Ann Blugis tonight to hear their wishes from Santa, talk to them about how they've been doing, check in the big book with Elmer and Santa to see if they've been naughty or nice. We've just got four more days of Talk to Santa for the 2021 season. So if you haven't tuned in yet, you will want to do so. Again, Talk to Santa coming up tonight at 6 o'clock right here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Just before that, we will have, after the Steve Jones Show, an hour of news. And I get to do the late day news roundup today, too. It is Chad all the time today. On Monday, I'm here with Steve. I will be on uh, the late day news roundup. And then. I've been on Talk to Santa this year, too, but it's a behind-the-scenes role, so uh, listen in for that. So Steve will be along here shortly from the Sunbury Motors studio. They are our sponsor for the Steve Jones Show here on WKOK, and we also want to thank our other sponsor who is in on Mondays. That's Purdy Insurance, Purdy Insurance from Sunbury. So we thank them for sponsoring the Steve Jones Show here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. And let's see if we have some sports headlines that we can take a look at this uh, afternoon and see what is going on with all of the different games people are playing. I believe, and uh, i got to be honest, I haven't been following it um, too much, but I believe the bowl season has begun um, I remembered that this weekend that I was invited to be part of a uh, bowl uh, poll where you pick the uh, winners and uh, you see who uh, gets the most of winning games. And uh, I heard uh, over the weekend some of the scores. I'm like, 
I forgot to sign in and do that. So uh, I think I can still get in on it, but of course, um, it will not. Uh, I won't have all of the games. So I probably uh, I'll be starting <laughs> um, down uh, if I do jump in and do that. So we will have to see about that. But uh, it's always kind of fun. Just uh, gives another reason to watch all of the different bowl games. And as Steve has talked about many times, uh, some people question why so many bowl games. Why do we have so many bowl games? Um, and we are fortunate that, um, uh, or as Steve says, they're money makers, and so we have them, and people tune in, and they get ratings, and so they're not going to stop them um, at this point in the game. Uh, they're just going to keep doing them. So uh, that uh, is Steve's usual take on bowl season. Penn State uh, going to have their bowl game, as uh, you heard on Inside Penn State Athletics. Um, they have been practicing. They get a little break for the holidays and then back at it over the weekend uh, in preparation for their bowl game, which is coming up. And uh, I got to look and see when that is. Uh, I think it is on New Year's Day. Steve will know off the top of his head. Um, so that's coming up. Uh, not too much in the way of uh, top headlines uh, in sports right now. Um, just looking here. And uh, in the AP poll for. Um, basketball in the AP Top 25. Baylor Bears are still number one. Arizona Wildcats have risen to number six uh, in the AP poll. So uh, Baylor, of course, the defending national champions, still in the top spot uh, in the uh, latest AP poll for uh, college basketball. And uh, they got 60 votes in that. Arizona got a vote. As well, they're undefeated, 11 and 0. Um, they're sitting at number six. Uh, your top 10: we have Baylor, Duke, Purdue, Gonzaga, UCLA, Arizona, Kansas, USC, Iowa State, and Alabama. We've got a couple of uh, Big Ten teams: Michigan State sitting at number 11, Ohio State number 14, Wisconsin 24. So those are uh, where the Big Ten stack up in the latest AP college basketball poll. Penn State had to uh, not play a game over the weekend because they uh, had some cases of COVID-19. Um, and so uh, their game, I believe it was on Saturday, did not happen um, because of that. And, of course, we're hearing that with uh, NFL is re um Rescheduling games that were over the, the weekend uh, for later this week. And, uh, boy, it's just a mess with some of that scheduling and uh, the number of COVID cases that some of the teams uh, have uh, in in their clubs. Let's just take a look here. Uh, I'm going to tell you when the bowl game is uh, for Penn State. Of course, I can't find it quickly it is the outback bowl which i don't think i mentioned that uh so that's coming up uh see if we can find it here quickly if not i'll look it up during the break as we continue the steve jones show here on news radio 1070 hey jeff wk okay there's steve when's the outback bowl a week from uh, saturday there you new go year's day. from saturday new year's day mm-hmm yeah. You could help me out with one quick thing. This happened the other day, too, uh, where the feedback, I'm getting, I'm like a 
split second behind. Okay. Where I'm speaking, and it's delayed. I will so. check into that. You could do that. That'd be great. You can talk, and I'll check into that. How's that? Yeah. What I'll do is I'll turn that down enough where it doesn't bother me uh, as I do it. Um, I want to start with this. That is, I was uh, in Sealands Grove last night. That We had our holiday parties, you know. And to see Roger and Denise and, and the boys and daughter and to you know to see uh, the suit last night, you know Steve Engel, Tom Mertz, there was, you know, and and to see Michelle. Uh, it was just phenomenal. I just had I had such a good time last night. We were at Isabella's last night. It was just great, and I had a chance to talk to the light. You know, I saw the chief, and just terrific. And as I was, but then I had to drive home. Now, driving there was during the day driving there. Then I had a chance to drive home. By the way, great job fixing it, by the way, Chad. Sounds great. Yeah, sounds sounds, sounds great, man. Thank you. Good. Um, so, now, like I said, I mentioned all the people I saw last night. You know, oh, Allie and Drew, uh, you know, everything. You know, got to ask uh, Michelle, how uh, how Bullers was doing? Bullers doing great, even though he was probably grumpy with her out of the house. Okay, but then it came time to drive home, so now it's it's you know it's dark, which means all the holiday lights were on. I want to tell you what a thoroughly spectacular drive it was going home. All the lights I saw in Sealands Grove, you know, something, you know, and obviously some places were very simple as to how they decorated, and other places were, you know, you know, some were more elaborate than others. It didn't matter whether it was simple or elaborate. I'm going through Sealands Grove. It was beautiful. And then I went through Kratzerville. Tremendous. I went through New Berlin. Beautiful. Mifflinburg, incredible. Yeah, um, the whole trip back was like that. And obviously, a lot of people put a lot of effort into, you know, putting up their decorations this year. I just want to tell you, I thought it was a just spectacular. Hartleton, same thing. So. I just want to tell everybody out there, as I drove through your area, I was impressed. I noticed that um, there were some uh, usual folks who decorate. This was between Mifflinburg and Lewisburg. I was out last night, and 
Um, one particular place that uh, I always look forward to seeing their decorations, um, I think they did double the lights this year because it was just um, uh, more uh, decorations and just gorgeous. Uh, my daughter and I were out, and she's like, Dad, look, they, they did a lot more decorating. It looks fantastic. So I would concur with what you're saying, Steve. It really was. So like I said, I, you know, I'm going through Sealand's Grove, Sealand's Grove, Cratzerville, New Berlin, Mifflinburg, Hartleton, then just kept, you know, then yeah, eventually I got to Woodward, and then I got to, you know, to Aaronsburg, which was gorgeous. Um, I got to um, uh, into Milheim, which was gorgeous, and then all the way through up to Center Hall and then Bullsburg. It really, the whole trip back, it was just, I just felt like I was driving through one Christmas card after another. It was really, really nice. And did you see that moon last night? Yeah, it was fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. But, yeah. So I just wanted to start that. Um, I just kind of drove back. I was just just really impressed. Really impressed. You know, all of you out there who put in all that hard work, you made my drive back thoroughly enjoyable. So thank you for that. All right. So um, before we get to yesterday's games and a theme of analytics I want to talk about at some point. By the way, uh, all these state college practices are now over for Penn State football. The team will reconvene Saturday, Christmas Day. They have a meeting, I think, at 4 o'clock, and then they go to Tampa. And then they settle into their regular routine in Tampa to get ready for the game because it's a Saturday game. It makes a you know, it makes it easier in terms of how they do the clock. Um, and so the state college, so everybody's everybody's left. They've gone home. Uh, so that's where they are right now. Uh, Bowl-wise, I think Tulsa's winning over Old Dominion 14-7. Ricky Ronnie's team, they took the opening kickoff back and went 100 yards for a touchdown. Now, that's starting with a bang. Tulsa has scored twice since and is up 14-7. We'll keep you up to date on that game as we go through the day. Uh, the... Uh, and I want to talk extensively about analytics. But before we get to that, I want to talk about the Eagles. Okay? And this is what I want to talk about when it comes to the Eagles. A lot of people are complaining, the Eagles being one of them, okay, about the fact that they're playing a Tuesday game against against Wooft, a.k.a. the Washington football team. We'll now call them Wooft. And they should forfeit this. The NFL changed the rules, this, that, and the other thing. It's like, oh, for goodness sakes. If there's any team on the face of the earth that has benefited from the NFL rules, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. They finished in last place last year. They were given a last place schedule. They're the only team that has the Lions and the Jets. They're 2-0 and against them. They're 4-7 and against the rest of the league. You have already benefited from the league rules. Now go help yourself and play the game. Okay? 
this is what's something that is has to be understood from a business point of view. And what I'm about to say is totally from a business point of view. Years ago, Penn State had a wrestling dual meet against Ohio State in the Jordan Center. It was a Friday night, and I can't, I'm trying to remember whether it may have started at 6 o'clock. I think it started at 6 o'clock. So I'm driving out of, I'm driving down 26, and, you know, it's sold out. There's 15,000 seats. It is sold out in the Jordan Center. Is there one Jordan Center dual meet of the year? And as you know, that's always a sellout. Okay, awesome. I'm loving it. The line down 26 was so long of people trying to get in. And this was a Friday night. I came back to do Monday's show. And I got a couple calls on Monday's show about the start time and how wrong it was that they started at 6 and how inconvenient it was for the fans. Now, the, the callers were not in any way, shape, or form incorrect. But as I pointed out to them, I said... No offense, welcome to my world. He said, what do you mean? I said, I broadcast Penn State football and Penn State basketball. We're a TV show. We are a TV show. The NFL, college football, men's college basketball, the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball, are all TV shows. That's what they are. They're TV shows. They have their times dictated by what time television tells them to start. If you don't play said game, you don't get the money. On Saturday, Ohio State was supposed to play Kentucky on CBS. Ohio State could not play the game because of COVID issues. It turned out UCLA could not play North Carolina in that Las Vegas doubleheader, but Kentucky ended up playing North Carolina instead. It also meant that the Big Ten was not going to get a check from CBS because they could not fulfill their obligation to play the game. And that's the name of the game with this. It's a business, and you're, and the NFL is a TV show. It's what it is. So they're going to play the game on Tuesday. And same thing with the Rams and the Seahawks, because guess what? The NFL does not want to go to Fox and have, have to have a rebate. It is simple as that. It is a TV show. I mean, why do you think Penn State basketball is on Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, on every day of the week? Why do you think sometimes they're on at noon, 2.30, 4.15, 4.30, 
6, 6.30, 7, 7.30, 8, 8.30, 9, 9.15 for the Miami game. Why do you think Penn State football will play on a Friday night? Why do you think Penn State football will kick off at noon? 3.30, 4, 4.30. They've kicked off before at 6, 7.30, 8. Or when they go to the Midwest, 11 a.m. Why? Penn State football is a TV show. It's what dictates this. So you're complaining about forfeits and everything like that because you just want your team to get a win. I got that. But that's not the business. That's not the game. That's not how it goes. It's not how it goes. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Great to see Steve Engel last night. And, of course, we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, and it was great to see Tom Mertz last night. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Joe brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business, boat, motorcycle, RV, I don't care what it is. They will insure it. They'll get you the best price. They'll save you money. They'll update policies. They are the best in the business. Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. It's great to see my old friend Steve Engel last night. Steve's doing well. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Best and pre-owned inventory, all with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Sales staff that works with you and the service department. Now, look, whether it happens to be uh, routine, difficult, inspections are great with inspections. They're great at all of it. Fabulous. Always. Yeah. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia. Roots 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Chad, how are you today? I'm doing well. Steve, we have a caller who's been waiting patiently. Oh, you don't, you don't know why I don't have the callers. I've got a red dot here. I can't get into... Uh, any desk. That's why I didn't know about it. Ah, that's, I'll see if I can fix that. But Mike's been waiting. He wants to talk about the Penn State football roster. Uh, sure. Mike, go ahead. Mike, sorry to make you wait. I did not know based on – I didn't know you were there. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I'm looking at uh, Penn State's uh, football's defensive end um, position next year. And, yes. Um, it looks like it might be a little thin. But uh, there's three kids on the roster that we – that I don't believe we've seen at all last year, uh, Bradley McCraw, Bryce Mostello, and Devon Townley. Have you seen okay. any 
enough of any of these three kids that makes you believe that some one of those can earn some snaps. Yes. Uh, so let's let's go through it. Uh, first of all, Adisa Isaac will be back. That'll be a big plus. Um, then you look at Nick Tarburton. He'll be back. Okay, that's a plus. Smith Vilbert will be back. Zariah Fisher will be back. Deny Dennis Sutton, I think, as an opportunity, Mike, I think to get an he will have an opportunity to get significant snaps right away. Now let's get to the three guys you're talking about. Okay, uh, Bryce Mostella. Bryce Mostella's problem is he can't. And Mike, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this. He can't put on any weight. Hey, you, I mean, a problem you and I cannot relate to. <laughs> Doggone it. Um, and, and, I, and I think it's hindered his development. He's got some quickness to him, but you know, he needs a better feel for the game. Now, Townley's going to be a good player. Townley is going to be a good player uh, at some point. And I think that, you know, now whether that's next year or not, we'll see. But he's got a lot of tools I really like. And interesting enough, we were just talking about Rodney McGraw, the young man out of Indiana yesterday. And I think maybe not next year, but maybe the year after, I think he'll be in a position to be a contributor without question that defensive end spot. And by the way, Amin Vanover also can be a defensive end. So okay. I've I've already listed a lot of names here. Yeah. I think people are forgetting, like Tarburton's still there. They're forgetting Smith Vilbert's still there. Vanover can play out there. Zariah Fisher can play out there. Deny Dennis Sutton and Adisa Isaac are two guys that are going to, and getting Adisa back in there is going to be a huge plus for them at defensive end. If you if you don't mind me picking your brain, is, is there anybody? I mean, you see practice. Is there anybody that? Did not see the field this year. Do you think that we haven't seen that might, I mean, at any position that might be able to earn some snaps next season? Somebody yeah, that next. somebody that we haven't seen last season that that you think will probably earn, uh, be good enough to earn some snaps this this coming year? Yeah, twenty two. Um, sure, absolutely. So let's get to a couple of guys I think that will. Uh, now you saw Jalen Reed get some limited snaps. Jalen Reed's going to be a Terrific safety here. No getting around it. Watch for Zaki Wheatley. Zaki Wheatley is a 6'2 corner. I think he's got the kind of frame that can put more weight on. He's got nice cover skills. Now, we know what Kalen King can do. Kalen King's going to be a really good player. Really good player. Now let's talk about his twin brother, Kobe. Mike, Kobe King... I don't know if it'll be next year or whatever. Kobe King is going to be a really good linebacker here. I mean, I like I don't like him a little. I like him a lot. I think Tyler Elston's pretty good too. Um, so that gives you a couple guys on the inside that I think can play for them. But you know, Elston is a good downhill linebacker. Kobe King just attacks you. He's a good player. Uh, let's see. Let's go to a couple other spots. Uh, Landon Tangwall, you've seen a little bit of him. When I've watched him, I've really liked him a lot. Really like him a lot. Uh, good footwork. 
I think he might be maybe more of a guard than a, than a tackle. So let's go to tackle. Olu Fashionu. Olu Fashionu has good feet, really good, and works well with his hands. Long arms. I think he's going to be a guy that it can be a contributor on that offensive line, along with Landon Tangwall next year. And, of course, you haven't seen Sal Wormley yet. Wormley essentially won the left guard job in the preseason. So you really haven't seen Sal Wormley play at all. And because of that, uh, you may not know as much about him. Um, I think, let's see, of the wide receivers, Trey Wallace is a guy to watch for, Um, uh, a.k.a. Harrison Wallace. He's Harrison Wallace the third, so we call him Trey. Okay. All right. Um, Harrison Wallace, I think, has a chance to be a very good receiver here at Penn State. I think he'll be a contributor next year. Won't be a star, but will definitely be a contributor. And as time goes, we'll get more and more reps and will be a bigger and bigger help. I mean, those are some of the guys off the top of my head that maybe you haven't seen much of. If I miss somebody, that's on me. (laughs) I'm I'm, uh, linebacker also worries me with the depth this year, and I'm hoping – I've heard a lot about Abdul Carter from LaSalle, and I'm hoping he's yeah. good enough to uh, maybe even make the second team. Well, that's why I was, that's why I was talking about Kobe King and Tyler Elston. They're both linebackers. Oh, right. uh, that's who I left out, Jamari Budden. Jamari Budden is a different type of linebacker than Kobe King. But, man, Mike, I really like him. I think Budden, he, you know, King is an inside guy. Budden's more of a field guy, which is good because you need to have balance in what you're doing out there. So I thought Budden looked pretty good last year in the snaps that he did get. Absolutely. I agree with you. He was around the ball and made plays, had a good sense for it. The guy you really haven't seen a lot of is Kobe, uh, Kobe King. You've seen his twin brother, Kalen. It's I always laugh when I see the two of them. I said, you know, because I mean, Kobe King looks like he could take a vehicle and throw it over a hedge, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's powerfully built, and Kalen's a corner, and he's he's obviously more slender in build. And I said, they're twins. It's <laughs> like really, uh, but you know, Kalen's going to be really good. But so's the Wheatley, so's Reed. Now you've seen Reed and you've seen Kalen. You haven't seen much of Wheatley. You're going to like Wheatley. And then Kobe King, Elson's more of a downhill guy, and Jamari Budden. And that was my fault for leaving Budden out of that. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we're, uh, we're, we're really blessed to have you on Penn State Sports. Oh, Mike, that means a lot to me. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. And thank you so much for being so great to uh, uh, the show and, and to me and my family. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. Yeah, I'm still I'm still red light on that. That's you know, I'll log back in on that, Jed. Yeah, I did something that I thought might help, but maybe it didn't. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> 
Jeez, Chad, come on, get, you know, well, get yourself together. I'll, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just yell again. Hey, Steve, we have another caller. <laughs> we might as well. I might, we'll you know what? That's not a bad system either. We'll we'll do the <laughs> we just do it the old way. Hey, Steve, we got Mike on the line. Okay, great. Hey, Mike. <laughs> we'll do it that way. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry. I missed seeing you last night. Um, my daughter had something come up that I needed to be the dad taxi, so I didn't make it to the holiday party. So, whoops, that's okay. Yeah, you did the right thing. You did um, the right thing. And uh, but I did see some pictures. Looked like it was a good time. So they didn't send me any pictures. So <laughs> I wasn't included in the loop. I don't think. Well, these I just kind of uh, ran into on social media that other people had posted. Um, did see one of you. I forget who you were standing next to, um, but, yeah. Well, I know I did take one with uh, Denise and with Drew. That's the one it was, yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess they forwarded it to the police. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the, uh, probably be, uh, they forwarded the police because of Drew. Uh, that would probably be my guess, not you, but... <laughs> A theory I'm willing to run with. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Sponsored by Purdy Insurance. uh, As we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Jack Frost has put a chill in the air and Santa is on his way. As you take time to celebrate the holidays with your family... Let our family make sure you're protected from the unexpected. From all of us at Purdy Insurance, may this holiday season bring you and your families lots of love, joy, laughter, and peace. Wentz under center. Hands off to Taylor. Taylor, big run! He's at the 45, 50, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, touchdown! Jonathan Taylor, 67 yards to the house! J.T. Painter! That's the rushing record breaker! You know, I want to see something about Jonathan Taylor, who I thought was a just an outstanding running back at Wisconsin. And he played one game against Penn State. It was in Beaver Stadium. And he ran 79 yards for a touchdown to give Wisconsin a 7 nothing lead. I think it was on the opening series of the game. And then after that, I think he only gained 35, 40 yards the rest of the game. But you could just see on video and in person just, you know, his sense of how to run and that he had that burst. And my only question about, I thought at the time, if you recall, when they drafted him, I was on the show, I think it was probably on Monday, I talked about this, uh, after the draft. And I said, my goodness, I said, what a great pick that was in that spot by the Colts to get a guy like that. Now, the one thing I was concerned about with him, right, um, and that was the obvious heavy usage he had at Wisconsin. 
That's the only thing that I was concerned about. You know, sometimes you'll see guys succeed in the NFL, and you're like, wow, well, you didn't really do a lot in college because they weren't used a lot in college. Okay, well, that's great. And so they don't have as much, as much mileage. Taylor had some mileage on him. Is the only concern I had about him. But, how, you know, how often, especially lately, you've heard me talk about quarterbacks that I think it gets to a point you are who you are. You know, Jalen Hurts essentially is who he is. And the NFL is about the same as he was in college. Uh, well, I can tell you that uh, a guy that when I look at um, when I look at a guy like him, that's something I think of right away. That's who he was in college. That's I mean, Jonathan Taylor is in the NFL who he was in college. And, you know, with Nelson up front and some of the other good offensive linemen they have, it pays off. What a year he's had. Give the Patriots credit they came back in the game, but then Taylor put it away on that run there. I, think, I want to say it was a 69-yard run. But I remember. That's why I was listening to the Steeler fans yesterday chanting for T.J. Watt, MVP, MVP. I'm like going, I don't see Aaron Rodgers out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking around, guys. I did it. Aaron Rodgers, are they playing the Packers? <laughs> MVP, MVP. Oh. And T.J. Watt, by the way, did play really well yesterday. And when T.J. Watt does play, um, he's really, really good. But that's the whole key, right, when he plays. Well, he played yesterday. He played He played yesterday. And, and made a couple of big plays. Played really, really well. Really well. All right. I want to talk about analytics and about John Harbaugh in the next hour. I will preface the next hour with this. I am one of those individuals that absolutely agrees with the decision he made yesterday to go for two. I'm like, Great. They're tired, they're still out there, they're demoralized, and I say go for it. I go for it. Now, a lot of people think, hey, you've got Tucker, because Tucker will make the extra point. Go to overtime. You know, I don't blame him at all for, for doing that. That's, you know, that's what I mean. That's how I looked at it. I, I definitely would have gone for it. Just like he did against Pittsburgh. I mean, I know it didn't work, but that's not the reason to sit there and criticize it. But I want to talk about analytics in the next hour because this guy wrote an article about networks hiring analytics people to explain them. <laughs> <laughs> 